everywhere you look, in any public setting, and uh, in so many private settings within your home, people are glued to the phone. There's no engagement with the surroundings whatsoever. It happened to me today. Mm. We get in the car, I'm taking one of my kids to his job, and uh, we get about four miles down the road and out comes the earbuds and in they go and he starts listening to something. I'm like, hey, could we just like talk? We've been gone for less than five minutes. We've got another 10. Why don't we talk Uh, about the phone? I'm John Fuller along with Dr. Danny Huerta who heads up our parenting team. And Danny, how do those cell phones grab us and divert our attention so effectively? Mm, Man, it is... They're designed that way, right? That's that's how they do were designed. You, do you think that was that really behind the design of phones? Was, well, it let's was to, let's get into people's <laughs> lives and separate them. Unfortunately, it was it was to to gain people's undivided attention all the time, hmm. right? Just come back, come back, come back, and they, they created the the tool that does that. It yeah. definitely captured our attention, and and neuroscientists were involved in it. A psychologist, wow. unfortunately, using I the science dumb phone, of the Danny. mind. That's right. <laughs> and uh, it's interesting to watch. As, and we've talked about this before. There, there is an addiction to these devices mm-hmm. and uh, at, at varying degrees. And uh, parents and kids are just as, as guilty on this. And I think what we need to look at is how do we approach it in our very own home? We can lament everyone else out there and in society, and there are ways to either uh, engage or not engage with with technology outside our home. But within our home, we get the opportunity to set boundaries mm-hmm. and limits. Yeah. And sometimes that involves conflict. Sometimes it involves discomfort. Sometimes it involves going into boredom and having to find energy to do other things. But the idea is that you need to be intentional with this topic with your own kids. And the families that have come in with their kids addicted to devices, the first thing that we look at is what what is a reasonable thing they can follow through on and be consistent with in mm-hmm. the home as they help their kids learn to navigate this very addictive thing that is in our, in our society. Yeah, and there's a four-letter word that Dr. Randy Schrader is going to bring up uh, in the next minute or two of this clip. Uh, you'll, you'll recognize it. It begins with T and is followed by I-M-E. Uh, he'll address that now. Here's uh, Dr. Schrader talking to Focus President Jim Daly about why it's so crucial to do, as Danny said, be intentional and then to connect with your kids. Uh, you also talk about family time, spending family time together. I so appreciate that because that was one of Gene and I's goals with the boys was to you know, have board night and play games together. And we still do that when Trent comes home and we're doing fun things like that. Yeah. We're not looking at phones. We're trying to come up with things we can do together as a family to communicate and laugh together and those kinds of things. Sometimes we overcomplicate it, right? It's just simple stuff. If you can hang out together, you are transmitting values even in that environment. And I think that is fantastic that you're having family time together because it is absolutely essential. The greatest compliment a parent can give their child is time. Mm. Time is essential. And it's not just quantity time together, and it's not just quality time together. It's a both and. And I see so many professional parents that say, I'm busy, you know, with my uh, vocation. Uh, and And then I need to relax. I need to do my hobbies. So I don't always get that time with my child, the quantity time. So I do, when I'm with my child, I get quality time. And I always lightheartedly say to parents, and I'll say to you two 
uh, Jim and John. If I uh, took a quality shower last Monday uh, <laughs> and I soaped up real good. Yeah, and I, it's and not going to fly, Randy. And, and, I, and, I, and I shampooed the few hairs on my head. <laughs> but I haven't showered since then. Because that uh, one was so be, good. Because of body odor. Uh, <laughs> you, you know, you guys probably would not want to be across the table from me, even <laughs> though right now. And so it's essential that parents spend both quantity and quality time together, looking in their child's eyes, dialoguing, playing games, and, and just connecting with their child. Let's move to another area right at the end here. We're going to cover a few things quickly, but the idea of thankfulness, and it seems like uh, children today just lack the idea of contentment and I don't know if it's respect or just gratitude and thankfulness in general. And that's a very general statement. I get it. But, you know, speak to that issue of how do we teach our kids to be thankful? Parents need to have an attitude of gratitude themselves. And they need to express that to their kids, the blessings that they have that uh, go on throughout the day, and not do a lot of critical and complaining uh, that everyone really could do every day. Uh, I love the Apostle Paul because he was a terrific encourager. Paul gave praise and thanks for his brothers and sisters in Christ. He started (laughs) off in his letters in the New Testament that way. I'm laughing because he does do that. And then he says, now do this. Yes. (laughs) Get it going. Stop drinking the milk and eat the meat. You know, it's good. But yet he still had an attitude of gratitude. And I'm sure, and you think of going back to determination, all the adversity that the apostle Paul had. Uh, And yet in 1 Thessalonians, what does he say? Give thanks in all circumstances. So it's absolutely essential uh, that parents set that example with an attitude of gratitude. And I have a purpose statement that I've said uh, uh, probably more than 40 years that I wrote out for myself. And I might go through the whole purpose statement, but it begins by saying my purpose in life is to live with a thankful heart each day. Hmm. And that's, I believe, what parents need to think. I'm going to live with a thankful heart today and let my child sponge that up and breathe that in. I love what Randy Schrader has to share whenever we hear from him. And if we're practicing gratitude, Danny, there's no guarantee. I mean, this isn't a formula. Practice gratitude and, but our kids pick up on that, don't they? Oh, they do. They mirror what we do and say many times. But if you have this culture of gratitude in your home, it really does wear, wear off into your kids' lives. And you begin to see the evidence of that. And you, you change the outlook. You change the perspective. The neat thing about gratitude is it changes attitude, which uh, influences perception, which influences beliefs, which influences thoughts and emotions, which influences behavior. Oh, wow. That's a long thread. Say the it one more thread, time. Right? Just slow so, down. So it influences attitude, Mm -hmm. which influences perception, which influences our belief system, which influences our automatic thoughts and our feelings and emotions, which influences our behaviors. So if you're wanting to change behaviors of the culture of the home, you begin with gratitude and gratitude makes you more adaptive to all the things and stress life gives you. And so then you're not entangled in stress as much as you could be during the day. Mm Because of gratitude. Gratitude is an amazing thing. And science has affirmed that. The Bible had already told us about it. Well, I so appreciate your enthusiasm. And uh, I'm encouraged to be more grateful. And I hope you are as well as a listener. And if you want more ideas to practice things like gratitude and family time, uh, get a copy of the eminently practical book from Randy Schrader. It's called Simple Habits for Effective Parenting. It is chock full of ideas and perspectives that are going to help you be a more positive and probably more effective mom or dad. 
We'll send that book to you when you make a one-time gift or a monthly pledge of any amount to Focus on the Family. Support this show, support the work of Focus on the Family to come alongside and to give you tune-up material like this, reminders of how to be an optimistic and positive parent. Um, Donate today. We'll send the book to you. All the details are in the show notes. And there's so much to know about what your child needs as they age. And we've got a a great newsletter uh, to help you navigate the different season as your kids grow. And Danny, you've championed this idea, age and stage. Just give us a headline on why our listeners should sign up for this free newsletter. Well, the content is customized to the stage you're in in parenting depending on the age of your children. So it's preteen as a stage, adolescence as a stage, and uh, and so on. And so what you do is when you sign up, you receive these weekly parenting tips that are customized to the stage you're in in parenting. And on the annual, I love this, it's the specific age of each of your children, and it's sent at the birth month of each of your children. And oh. the, the good thing is then you get to to learn about how to grow in your home, what to expect, that year, and then what you need to, to build intentionally throughout the year. So yeah. check it out. Yeah, your, your team is uh, just awesome in terms of creating content. This is designed to help you proactively know what your child needs uh, before they may or may not even know they need it. So uh, sign up for that Age and Stage newsletter. It's free, and all the details are in the show notes. We'll hear more from Dr. Schrader next time as he shares about avoiding the perfection trap. For now, on behalf of Dr. Danny Huerta and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Parenting Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Smalley. And I'm Erin Smalley. Marriage is an amazing gift from God, but it can also be a challenge sometimes. That's right. We could all use a little guidance. And that's why we started our podcast, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. We talk about things like recognizing conflict cycles, dealing with stress, and how to grow your love each day. Listen at crazylittlethingcalledmarriage.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see you there.